You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this episode. It's not working. Hello and welcome to the Critical Mass Radio Show. Uh, This is your host, Richard Franzi. Uh, This is episode number 1072. It's no surprise the military has an intense and hard-hitting approach to getting things done. But according to author Chris Helberg, distilling the best practices of the military into your business can help you outperform the competition and achieve business success. In his latest book, and I'm excited to talk to him about it, The Business Sergeant's Field Manual, he highlights how business leaders can modify military approaches to fit their needs. Chris, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thanks, Richard. It's great to be here. Let's get started. From your opinion and your work, what are the similarities between the military approach and the business approach? Well, you see, Richard, the the military is full of systems. There's a system for virtually everything. Uh, There's an acronym for everything as well. Uh, The reason is so when someone talks about a certain topic or a subject, everyone else knows exactly what they're talking about. Uh, In the civilian world, business world, we have, you know, processes, policies, and procedures, uh, and, and a lot of the actual structure uh, resembles military structure. And what exactly it was the inspiration for how you decided to make the commitment and create the Business Sergeant's Field Manual? Well, interestingly enough, uh, I had a few of my clients. I coach CEOs and their leadership teams. And uh, I had a few different uh, teams said, hey, you know, when's your book coming out? And I was like, excuse me? Uh, No, you should write a book. We really enjoy this message and uh, the style and approach we feel would be valuable to other people. So you should write a book. And once I heard that a couple of times, I thought, hey, there could be something there. So I went ahead and uh, started my journey. So in your practice, working with these executives and leaders, you were bringing these concepts into your coaching practice already. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, I spent uh, uh, nine years in uniform, military, paramilitary organizations, left uniform in 1999, joined the civilian business world, uh, got into sales and marketing space, got into sales management and became a sales executive. And and basically, I, I, I just you know, I, I got a lot of leadership training when I was a young man in my, you know, low 20s and didn't really get any other leadership training outside of what I got in the military. So I just rolled with that and uh, turned out that uh, I was able to cross over, you know, parts of, uh, of that and, and make it effective in the civilian world. So that's kind of how it all started. So do you find any specific uh, type of business leader or uh, entrepreneur is more likely to accept and modify to what you teach them? Or what has your experience been about the receptivity to this approach? Yeah, I mean, uh, I have all kinds of teams, very diverse. You know, uh, smaller companies, you know, a couple million dollars a year in revenue, much larger companies, call it half a billion dollars a year in revenue, and all kinds of different teams with with really different makeup of, of different executives and different industries. So I think I got a big enough sample that, at least the people that have either sought me out or been referred to me or, uh, you know, that I work with, you know, they seem to enjoy. I mean, think about an eight-hour off-site business meeting, you know, once a quarter. Uh-huh. And uh, if it wasn't upbeat and exciting and fast-paced, it would make for a heck of a long day. So 
this approach uh, generally turns eight hours in what feels like five because we're, we're going quick and having fun. Mm. Uh, and uh, a lot of people don't think about fun when you think about the military, but I can assure you, uh, you know, some of the best times I've ever had, you know, were in uniform. Great sense of humor. You really have to have a great sense of humor considering, you know, uh, some of the situations you find yourself in. Right. And you were in the Army. Is that true? Army National Guard Military Police. Okay. Uh, so I was a citizen soldier for uh-huh. nine years, and uh, full-time I work for Department of Corrections and uh, uh, Sheriff's Office. And how long have you been working with and coaching CEOs? Um, I sold my last business in 2011. Uh-huh. So uh, full-time since then and, you know, did a little coaching, you know, prior to that, but uh, full-time since so I have to I have to believe in, and we're talking with Chris Helberg. His he's the author of the Business Sergeant's Field Manual. I have to believe in your businesses, maybe the most recent one you sold, you applied what you're teaching your CEOs now. Is that is that a safe assumption? I, I did. Okay. Absolutely. And, and and what did you find that how did that affect the culture of the companies that you ran? Well, I mean it was it it was it was all, everything about the culture uh-huh. and Again, you know, I wasn't trying to be everything to everybody. You know, that's a common mistake people make in business today. What do you mean by I, that? You know, pe- well, I just think that, you know, you know, diversity is a, a beautiful thing, right? And I'm not talking about what color you are, what sex you are, what your orientation is, right? You know, our companies should be as diverse as the markets that we serve. What sure. I'm talking about is value diversity. Okay. So we've become too inclusive. So. If we have a bunch of people that all really don't value the same things and you got to be around them for eight hours a day, you know, that's really not a lot of fun. I think a lot of listeners that are in those environments could probably agree with that. So when somebody comes in for an interview and says, hey, this is a veteran-owned company, you know, we, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun, we're, we, we go big uh, or we go home, mm-hmm. you know, work hard, play hard, throw all those, you know, uh, analogies out there, you know, it's, it's a metocracy here. This isn't uh, the post office. Seniority means nothing. You know, we were a sales and marketing organization in the construction space, so you, you had to be good at uh, knowing your materials and, and, and understanding building codes, but you also had to be able to convert, you know, prospects into, into clients. So, right. you know, fun, hard-hitting, team-based environment, um, you know, with a lot of camaraderie and a, a lot of the employees hanging out after hours and whatnot. So, so I, I think we had a really great culture. So esprit de corps then. Sounds like you have. Yeah, it's free decor. That's exactly what it's awesome. called. Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna take our only stop here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. And I, and I think when we come back, I'd like to ask you from your experience, both as an operator of a business and now as as a coach and and consultant to businesses, why is thinking in military terms so important for business leaders to consider? Are you good with that when we come back, Chris? Yeah, looking forward to that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to go anywhere because we're going to be back with author Chris Helberg of the Business Sergeant's Field Manual after this word from me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, 
Type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show. Since we started doing this show in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through our live stream here on octalkradio.net, our podcasts, and our other channels. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software to find our weekly shows with great guests like Chris Helbert, who is the author of the Business Sergeant's Field Manual. Before the break, Chris, I was going to ask you if you could share you know, why you think thinking in military terms can be so important for the right business. Yeah, it's wonderful. So basically, back to the system part of it, what I learned in the military is, is, is you can be trained to do some pretty special things. You know, so two things about the military. First starts with commitment uh, and enlistment or, you know, granting, getting a commission, receiving a commission. And usually there's a time commitment there. So you're signing up for six years, and uh, if you don't come to work, the MPs come get you. So we don't really have that in the uh, civilian business world, but, but, but I come back to the commitment in, in, in just a second. The second thing is that system, and there are business operating systems out there on the market. I teach one called the Entrepreneurial Operating System, or EOS for short, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this system was created by a good friend of mine, uh, Gino Wickman. So, you know, when you take a military team-based building mindset, meaning we're going to take business a little more serious than we did before, this isn't life or death, but we're going we're gonna to try real hard, and we're going to commit to each other, and we're going to be kind of exclusive about who we let in uh, to our unit, so to speak. When you have an operating system, you have a team-based uh, mindset that's more militaristic in nature, and um, then, then you attract the, kind, the right people that also want to be held accountable, don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of duds, Take, take pride in their work, and then you go ahead and you create some incentive programs and some reward systems, not unlike the military does, you can create a really special environment where, you know, normal average folks can, can achieve some pretty extraordinary results because of, because of those special ingredients. And how can business leaders create a culture where all their players are A-player employees? Well, they first first thing I had to do is, is get rid of the C players. I know that sounds obvious, but there's a there's a lot of C players that that don't without a plan to coach them up or out. Uh, and an A player will more likely become a C player quick, you know, more quickly than a C C player become an A player. Okay. And just real quickly, a B player is someone who has A potential shows up with C behaviors on a regular basis. So you know, first thing you have to do is create a a, a way to measure. Uh, your team that's a fair and impartial way, and the results just are what they are. You know, obviously retrain coach, uh, I, I find a lot of leadership uh, failures are a reason why a lot of you know people are in that C space. But once you've given somebody an opportunity to go up and they don't want to, you know, you really have to liberate them to the market. Uh, another team would be happy to have them, just, just not on this one is our mantra. And then, you know, over a year or two, this isn't something that happens overnight, um, over a year or two of selective uh, uh, coaching, hiring, uh, promoting, you can find yourself, you know, surrounded by a, a team of A players, which of course can do all kinds of things that that, that a larger team of uh, lower grade employees uh, can do. 
what advice would you give our audience? Maybe some of the business owners out there think they want to write a book about how to successfully write and get your book published. What advice do you have to offer? Well, there, there's a ton of stuff online already, so I wouldn't be penning that one. <laughs> I, as a first-time author, uh, it, 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 you know, no, no two ways about it. It was, it was a ton of work, but I, but I'd also say that there, there are, uh, there's an opportunity here to really go deep on your message and separate yourself from from the large herd. So, I, so I highly recommend it, but just know that it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, and it's going to be a lot harder you know, than, than you think it's going to be. Has the, like most most things. Has the book been good for your consulting business? Oh, I, yeah, of course it has. I mean, uh, you know, when you write a book, you know, uh, you know, selling enough books to break even is a pretty good goal. You know, hey, I'm going to sell ten thousand books this year, or I'm going to sell a million books. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual percentage of business books that sell over you know thousand copies, I think, is a pretty small single digit percentage. So the halo effect of having a book and being an author, and uh, you know, outside of making my mother proud, I think uh, mm-hmm. it, it's been good for business development and letting people that uh, that enjoy my message and want to want to work with me. Somebody calls me; they're they're, they're like, "Hey, I read the book. I, I love it. I, 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 when can we start?" Uh, you know, it, that's a completely different. Uh, uh, business development funnel than 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 before having having a book like that. Okay, so if someone would like to buy the book and learn more about what you do, Chris, how do they find you online? Where do you suggest they go? My website is uh, www.bizsgt.com, uh, and uh, they can always go to Amazon.com and and pick up the Business Sergeant's Field Manual as well. I want to thank you for making the commitment to writing the book, spending a little bit of time with us here on Critical Mass Radio and Show and Podcast, and I encourage people, if this sounds like something you would like to learn more about, and I have friends who do the EOS system here in Southern California, and they've gotten great results for their clients with that system and that tool, I would highly recommend you seek out Chris Helberg. Thank you for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass community, Chris. Great to be here, Richard. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. I'd also like, I'd like to thank our engineer for today, none other than Mr. Paul Roberts. <clears throat> our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, I'd say let's start with Twitter. It's CEO Peer Groups is my handle. On LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Our company's website, Critical Mass for, spelled F-O-R, Critical Mass for Business.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 